Welcome to Morning Soap. At Fusion Church, our desire is that every believer would not just attend church, but also hear from God daily through His Word. As we read the Bible, we begin to see how God responds to things. Doing daily devotions repatterns the way we think, transforms the spirit of our mind, and helps us become more like Jesus. Join us here, Monday through Friday, as various pastors and leaders at Fusion Church share devotion and teaching through that day's soap scripture. Download the current soap reading plan at fusionchurch.cc soap. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Fusion Church. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's Monday morning, you know, the beginning of the week. Time to get into the word today. Praise God. We are in Exodus 35. Let's begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this day that you have given us, Father, as we come together in your presence, Father God, as we come together just to hear your word, Father, let it be you and not us. I thank you what you're doing in our homes, in our families, in our community, Father. And I thank you, Father God, what you are about to do. Father, touch everyone that is listening and watching, Father, for this we ask in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, so you need to stretch. You can stretch a little bit. And Pastor Jason will be reading the word this morning. All right, good morning. Exodus 35, and I'm reading from the New King James Version. Then Moses gathered all the congregation of the children of Israel together and said to them, These are the words which the Lord has commanded you to do. Work shall be done for six days, but the seventh day shall be a holy day for you, a Sabbath of rest to the Lord. Whoever does any work on it shall be put to death. You shall kindle no fire throughout your dwellings on the Sabbath day. And Moses spoke to the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, This is the thing which the Lord commanded, saying, Take from among you an offering to the Lord. Whoever is of a willing heart, let him bring it as an offering to the Lord, gold, silver, bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet thread, fine linen and goat's hair, ram skins, light red, badger skins, and acacia wood, oil for the light and spices for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense, onyx stones and stones to be set in the ephod and on in the breastplate. All who are gifted artisans among you shall come and make all that the Lord has commanded, the tabernacle, its tent, its covering, its clasps, its boards, its bars, its pillars, and its sockets the ark and its poles with the mercy seat and the veil of the covering, the table and its poles, all its utensils and the showbread, also the lampstand for the light, its utensils, its lamps and the oil for the light, the incense altar, its poles, the anointing oil, the sweet incense and the screen for the door at the entrance of the tabernacle, the altar of burnt offering with its bronze grating, its poles, all its utensils and the laver and its base, the hangings of the court, its pillars, their sockets and the screen for the gate of the court the pegs of the tabernacle, the pegs of the court and their cords, the garments of ministry for ministering in the holy place, the holy garments for Aaron the priest, and the garments of his sons to minister as priests. Verse 20, And all the congregation of the children of Israel departed from the presence of Moses. Then everyone came whose heart was stirred, and everyone whose spirit was willing, and they brought the Lord's offering for the work of the tabernacle of meeting, for all its service, and for the <clears throat> holy garments. They came, both men and women, as many had a, as had a willing heart, and brought earrings and nose rings, rings and bracelets, all jewelry of gold, that is, every man who made an offering of gold to the Lord. And every man with whom was found blue, purple, and scarlet thread, filing and goat's hair, red skins of rams, and badger skins brought them. 
Everyone who offered an offering of silver or bronze brought the Lord's offering. And everyone who, with whom was found acacia wood for work of a service brought it. All the women who were gifted artisans spun yarn with their hands and brought what they had spun, a blue, purple, and scarlet, and fine linen. And all the women whose hearts stirred with wisdom spun yarn of goat's hair. The rulers brought onyx stones and the stones to be set in the ephod and the breastplate and spices and oil for the light, for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense. The children of Israel brought a freewill offering to the Lord. All the men and women whose hearts were willing to bring material for all the kinds of work which the Lord, by the hand of Moses, had commanded to be done. And Moses <clears throat> said to the children of Israel, See, the Lord has called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. And he has filled him with the spirit of God, in wisdom and understanding, in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship, to, to design artistic works, to work in gold and silver and bronze, in cutting jewels for setting, in carving wood, and to work in all manner of artistic workmanship. And he has put in his heart the ability to teach, in him and Aholiad, the son of Ahisamach of the tribe of Dan, he has filled them with skill to do all manner of work of the engraver and the designer and the tapestry maker in blue, purple, and scarlet thread and fine linen and of the weaver, those who do every work and those who, who design artistic works. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Jason. Amen. Stretch again if you need to. Wow. You know, this, this, whole, this whole chapter is pretty much the Lord instructing the people of things that he wanted them to do he, and things that he wanted them to follow. You know, it, it starts right off, you know, into, into that. The Lord commanded Moses to share with the people. And he said in verse two, work shall be done in six days. For in the seventh day, you shall make it a holy, holy day for you, a Sabbath of rest. You know, and, and it goes and then it goes even deeper. And uh, at the end of that, he said, whoever does any work on it shall be put to death. Now, that's kind of harsh, you know, that's kind of harsh. If somebody tells you, if you do any type of work, you're going to die on the Sabbath, you know, because that's how God was serious about this particular day. The, 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 the Sabbath, you know, is pretty much a religious observance, you know, that that the Jewish people keep, you know, and the Sabbath in the in the Hebrew calendar, you know, begins a sunset on a Friday to a Saturday night, you know, and and so so it's a it's a it's a good a good day of it. And it says for for us, you know, our Sabbath, you know, is normally you know what we consider Sunday, uh, where we go to church and worship. So it is important to rest. It says in Genesis, uh, in Genesis two two to three, it says, and in the seventh day. God ended his work, which he has done, and he rested. And he, you know what I mean? I, I looked at that. God rested on the seventh day, you know, and he's the creator of all things. So he says that he rested, you know, and in, in verse, uh, verse three, he says, then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because he rested from all his work, which God has created and made. <laughs> You know, so so if if a day of rest is so important to God, how much more should it be important to us that day of rest? You know, why you know why do we do do we rest in that day? You know, uh, and for and why is it important for us? You know, it's because that that particular day is a day that you know that we seek the Lord. The Sabbath is supposed to be a day that we seek the Lord, that we pray. 
that we worship. So it's a, it's a day that we can draw closer to him. It's a day that we can meditate upon him. It's a day that we can read scripture, that we can, like, like I said earlier, like we can worship and praise him. Why? Because he deserves all the praise. He deserves all the glory. He deserves all the honor. You know, and, and not only that, as, as we take this particular day and as we rest on it, we're, we, we get the opportunity to, to focus better on what's important so that we can make good judgments. I don't know about you guys, but if I've been working all week long and I've been working multiple hours, you know, I am tired. My mind is tired, you know, and sometimes you find it hard to concentrate and make good decisions while you're tired. And that's why it's important for the rest. That's why it's important for us to do that. It says in Exodus 31 verses 13 and 14, it says, Speak also to the children of Israel, saying, Surely my Sabbath you shall keep, for it is a sign between you and me. So no, so the Sabbath, as we keep it, is that we are identifying with the Lord. We are identifying ourselves with God. But it says that you shall keep it. It's a, 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 thing, a sign between you and I throughout generations. So this was not like a one-time deal. The Lord is saying, you shall keep this to generation to generation. And it says in verse 14 of uh, Exodus 31, it says, you shall keep the Sabbath, therefore it is holy to you. Everyone who performs and and surely shall be put to death. So anybody that's gonna be working that day, again, it says he shall be put to death. He said, whoever does any work on it, that person shall be cut off from the people. So the Lord again is emphasizing how important that day of rest, you know, and, and, and the thing is that the Lord is not asking us for too much. That day that we have, that we can spend with him, those hours that we can spend with him is for us to be strengthened, is for us so that we can acknowledge who he is, you know, and what he has done for us to give him the glory, to give him the honor. But again, for us to refresh ourselves. That's why it's important. That's why Pastor Brendan is always telling, you know, those that are working in the church, you know, you sit for one, you know, and you serve the other one. He doesn't want you serving both services on a Sunday. Why? Because he sees the importance of your particular time with the Lord. And that is important because the word of God says, you draw near to me and I will draw near to you, the word of the Lord says. So therefore, as we rest and as we follow the Sabbath that we are accustomed to do here at, at, at Fusion, you know, you, you know, we're going to receive more of the Lord and we're going to be more refreshed. And like I said earlier, refreshed to also make good decisions, good decisions, because your body needs it. And it goes right into uh, verse uh, verse five. And it says, it says, now take from among you an offering. Whoever is of a willing heart, let him bring it an offering to the Lord. You know, God doesn't want nothing from you if you're not going to do it with a willing heart. You know, if you don't do it with a willing heart, he does not want it. That's why we're supposed to be when we come before the Lord and when we're going to bring him, bring him an offering, it should come from the heart. Because that's what he receives. It is a heart thing, you know, that, that we, you know, meet the Lord's needs, you know, the house's need, 
as we as we bring this offering in, and I'm going to just go right over to uh, verse 10, you know, because I was talking about, you know, the, the tabernacle, you know, and so God says in verse 10, all who are gifted, artistic among you shall come and make all that the Lord has commanded. You know, so then he goes into verses 11 to 19, which is telling them all the stuff that they will have done and that they need to do. You know, if God has called you, you know, he will give you what you need to fulfill that calling. You know, he said, you know, and, and he says here that the gifts, you know, you know, and, and, and those who are gifted, you know, those who are artistic, you know, so therefore uh, uh, that particular gift is, you know, it's great uh, ability to do things, to work with your hands to everyone. You know, God gives talents to everyone. And some of us here are fusion. You know, some of us are really good in greeting people. And, and, and that's Doug. Doug is always greeting everybody. He, he's the one that's always enlightens everybody up. You know, he's jumping up and down and everything else. That's He loves to do that. All of, all of us, you know, might want to make the coffee, you know, and, and all of us are, are, are doing cleaning. But whatever it is that we do it, and if we do it to the Lord, you know, we do it with our heart. And that is what God is asking us. And I'm going to challenge you. What are the talents, the talents that God has given you? Because each and every single one of you has a talent for the Lord. Each and every single one of you has something that they can offer. And God is calling those talents. That's what he was doing here. He was telling them, you have all, you got gifts, you got talents, and you're going to use them. And you're going to work within the church. You're going to work within, within the tabernacle. Because, you know, if you think about it, if you think about it, before they were working for Pharaoh, before they were making bricks, they were build, build, making bricks for, for Pharaoh. And when they were in Egypt, now they get an opportunity to work for the kingdom. Now they get an opportunity to do something for the Lord. You know, and he goes, I'm jumping right here into 21. It says, then everyone, everyone came whose heart was stirred and everyone whose spirit was willing and brought the Lord's offering for the work of the tabernacle, of the meetings, and for all its services, and for the holy garments. So they brought the offerings, the ones that were willing. You know, and you think about it, what did they bring? They brought the jewelry, they brought the gold. You know, it, it, like I was saying in verses 11 to 19, was talking about all the different items that they were going to need. But where did they get those items? They got them from Egypt before they left. Because if you go back, you know, before they left, they were able to take whatever they wanted. So they have all this, the, the, the gold, they have all this jewelry, they have, they have all the all this special cloth and everything. So they were going to bring that. And it says there in verse 22, and it says, they came both men and women, as many as had a willing. Again, it keeps saying willing heart, willing heart. My question would be, do you have a willing heart? Do I have a willing heart? you know, for, you know, to do the will of God, you know, it says that to have a willing heart and they brought earrings and nose rings and rings and necklaces and all the jewelry and gold. Every man who made an offering of gold to the Lord, all the women who were gifted, again, they were gifted to spun uh, yarn, you know, with their hands and brought what they had spun of blue, purple and scarlet and fine linen. So the women were gifted, they were, with the, they were gifted to make all these materials and make the yarn and everything else, you know, so they had gifts. 
So God already was preparing. Whatever God calls us to do something, it is because we already he already made a way for us to fulfill that calling. So here he goes, and he's asking the people, this is what you're going to do. But he's also giving them, the, gave them the talent that they need to fulfill their calling, to fulfill the call of the Lord. And then he goes right here into verse 29. It says, Should do not fear, sure, brought a free will offering to the Lord. And all the men and women whose heart, again, willing to bring material for all kinds of work, which the Lord by the hand of Moses had commanded. So God already has prepared the people. He's already given them gifts, you know, and if you have a calling in your life and you felt that God is calling you, don't doubt the word of God. If he has called you, he will prepare you or he already has prepared you. Sometimes we don't know what we're going to do, you know, and how to do it or how to accomplish it. I don't know. When I started, when I started in ministry back in the day when I had hair, back in the day when I had a back, you know, I had a DA pushback. I used to get before the mirror, you know, and do this number, you know, before I went off to, to, to school, you know, and, and put on my best clothes, you know, going to high school and all that kind of stuff, you know. And, and one time I got it, I was in a in a church and I was just visiting and they called me to the front. Hey, come greet the people. And I said, what the heck am I going to say? I don't know how to speak. I don't, And I didn't know how to speak. I don't know what to do. But guess what? All I did was just go up to the pulpit. And, and then I said, my name is Robert Hernandez. God bless you. And I sat down. That was my first and, and shortest message ever. I'm Robert Hernandez, God bless. And I sat down because I didn't know what to do. But you know, I from that moment, I felt the calling. From that moment, you know, I felt that calling. And God, in time and in different seasons, he equipped and he molded and he shaped. And that's why today I can sit before you and I can bring a word of God. I can motivate other people. Why? Because he has been preparing me all along. Because he, to whom he calls, he prepares. To whom he calls, he already has given the talent. So don't doubt yourself if God has calling you. you all you got to do is take a step forward in him. Take a step forward and say, Lord, I'm going to trust you in this. I'm going to believe you in this, you know. And if you're calling me to do this, Father, you will help me. And in scripture, it says, you know, when you go before kings and princes, you know, in the Old Testament, it says, at the, don't worry about what you're going to say. All you got to do is open up your mouth and I will fill it. You know, it takes it takes faith to move forward. It takes commitment to move forward. But if God is calling you and he's challenging you, you have to jump through that opportunity and take that opportunity and say, okay, I'm going to do it. I didn't did so good when I first got my first call to the front. I, mean, I didn't say nothing that was mind-blowing or anything, but it's the beginning of many other steps that I was able to take. Why? Because at least I stood forward. At least Peter, you know, jumped off the boat to walk on water. At least he did that. You know, yeah, he started to sink when he looked at the waves, when he looked at the of the pressure, if he, at the wind and everything else. But at least he came off the boat. And that is what God is telling us. If we dare to come off the boat, if we dare to move forward, 
I will be there and I will take you the rest of the way. And we don't need to fear what we're going to say. And we don't need to fear where is it going to come from. And we don't need to fear is do I have enough talent to do this? If God called you, he already has prepared you. He already has prepared you. He says in, in verse 30, and Moses said to the children of Israel, see, the Lord has called by name, Bezalel, the son of Or, the son of, uh, the son of Or, to the tribe of Judah. He has filled him with the spirit of God in wisdom and understanding and knowledge in all manner of workmanship. So God has called this individual and God already put in this individual all that he needed to fulfill that calling, to fulfill that calling. And that is why God is constantly, constantly challenging us. Don't be afraid. Do not fear. But if God has called you to do something, you know, and, you, and you're feeling it in your spirit, step out by faith. Step out by faith because he will help you. It says in Romans 8.30, Moreover, whom he predestined, he also called. Whom he called, he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. If God has called us, he will make a way for us. He will open up doors for us. And all we need to do is walk in. If God has asked you to do something, he already has equipped you and has made a way for you. He's waiting for you to move forward. He's waiting for you to take that step. And, you know, and just like here, he was preparing the people and he says, you will make and you will do, you know, because I am giving you the talent. I am giving to you the ability, the ability to do this as we step forward to fulfill the call, uh, the call of God and ask him for help. You know what? When we ask him for help and to fulfilling that call, he is faithful and he is there to do to do what we ask him to do. He says Ephesians, Ephesians 3:20 says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, abundantly, exceedingly above all that we that we ask or think. You know, so when we come before the Lord. We know that we serve a God that is favor and that God makes a way. It doesn't matter what we're feeling because feelings will lie to you. It's a matter about trusting and having faith in God. And if we have faith as small as a mustard seed, we shall tell this mountain to be removed and go into the sea and it shall leave. So if you are facing a mountain today in the midst of the call of God in your life, you know, greater is he that's already in you than he that is in the world. And if God has called you, God already prepared you and God is making a way. He's waiting for you to open up your mouth and speak it out. He's waiting for you to open up your mouth and declare it. He's waiting for you to take a step of faith, you know, and he would do exceedingly abundantly. That's what he did with the people as he called them. And as he prepared them, he says, I have given them the talent. I am motivating them. I am giving them what they need so they can fulfill my call in their lives. And God was faithful. In Jeremiah 29, 12 and 13, it says, then you will call on me and come and pray and I will listen. You will seek me 
and you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. Going back to the heart, when we seek the Lord with all of our heart, and when we go before him, we will find him. He is faithful, and he is right there, and he's ready to fulfill the call on your life if we take that step. So my brothers and sisters, as we learn in this particular chapter, as God is preparing to build the tabernacle, and as God is giving the people the talent, he already gave them the resources. When they left Egypt, they had all the resources, all the jewels, all the gold that they needed to fulfill this call. So God prepared them when they were leaving for what's to come. Look at that. God was already preparing their way when they were still enslaved in Egypt. Before they left Egypt, he made a way there for what was to come because now, now when he was calling them to bring that offering, they didn't have to think about it. They already had it. They already had what they needed. They already had it in their homes and they were able to bring it to the Lord and they were able to surrender it to the Lord. And that is the beautiful thing about God. If he calls you, he's going to make a way just like he did for them. If he calls you, he's already making a way. All you need to do is to stand forward and it's to declare it and it's to speak it out. And as you take those baby steps, my brothers and sisters, He's, you're going to find out that he's just going to make a way for you that that's going to blow your mind, you know, that is going to blow your mind. That is why it's important that whenever we have an opportunity to share, whenever we have an opportunity to give, that we give because we can never outgive God. You know, so God has asked you to do something, to do a certain task, to speak to somebody. Guess what? If he asks you to do that, I know your heart's going to, it's going to, it's going to, that number sometimes because we all get to that point. Hey, I've been around for a long time. And every time God is telling me to go speak to somebody and I'm thinking about it, my heart is already doing this number. But you know what? That's a good thing. That means that I have to rely on God, that I depend upon God, that I cannot do nothing with my own strength because it's all about him. And as I seek him and as I seek his face, he gives me what I need. And then when I open up my mouth to speak, he fills it. And he gives me things to tell people and to declare and to decree upon them. And I have no idea. I have no idea because it's not about what I think. It's about being available. And it is about uh, me being open and say, Lord, you give it to me and I will say it and I will do it. And guess what? And I say things to them that afterwards, they come up to me and they tell me, you know, you said A, B, and C. And you know what? At the moment, I'm, I'm saying like, what? I did? I did? Because at the moment, I'm just trying to be obedient. In the moment, I'm just trying to be obedient to God. But so if God has called you, my brothers and my sisters, do not fear, but just open up your mouth and he will give you what to say. He will give you what to declare. He will give you what to speak. He will give you what you need to fulfill that calling in your life. So again, he did it He did it before and he's doing it now, all right? He did it before and he's doing it again. And he's doing it in this generation. He's doing it in our generation that if we are faithful to him and if we declare the word of God and we stand by his word and speak it forward, God is going to fulfill it. And God is going to meet whatever it is that you need because he says there that we will call upon him and he will listen to us. 
If we seek him, we will find him. Because God is not lost. He is right there by your side. He is waiting for you to declare. He is waiting for you to speak. He is waiting for you to move. And then when you do, guess what? Everything else is going to come into play. And everything else is going to go to where it needs to be. So again, he did it in the past. You know the calling you got. Step forward. Declare it. Speak it. Wait upon the Lord. And you shall see how he's going to come through for you. And just like he has come through for me and my family, he's coming through for you and your family and for your children and your children's children. Because guess what? Papa Hernandez has two grandkids. All right. We got Isaiah and we have Alexandra. They have been called. They have been called. They already have been marked for the work of the Lord. And you know what? And I'm going to pour on them what God has poured upon me, just like what I pour upon my son and what, I, and what we're pouring upon our daughter, Sandra. And, what, and what, so what we pour on to them, they'll pour on to their children, and we're going to continue because you know what? Because we can't stop. We can't stop. If God has called you, please don't sit back, but start moving forward because he will meet your need. He will give you what you need to fulfill the calling in your life. So again, my brothers and sisters, as my time comes to a close, you know, stay focused, stay focused, stay focused. Do not fear because you have not been given a spirit of fear, but of a sound mind. God is calling us to move forward in this season. And this season that we live in, and this season that is so negative at times, God is calling you to make a difference. God is calling you to speak the word. God is calling you to decree, decree and declare his word upon the people and upon those around you, and especially our families. Let's continue to, to seek the Lord, my brothers and sisters. Let's continue to lift up our pastors in prayer, and our leaders in prayer, this government in prayer because God is getting ready to do a breakthrough that you have never seen before. I'm expecting miracles. I'm expecting deliverance. I'm expecting those marriages that are out there that are struggling to come together, to be healed in the name of Jesus, for families to come together, for our children to come back to the rightful place. That's what I'm speaking. And that's what I'm declaring in this season, because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So again, my brothers and sisters, I got to go because you know me, I'm a God, I'm a man of timing, you know, and I don't want to keep anybody from that needs to go to work, but you know, God is on a move. That's like T.D. Jake says, get ready, get ready, get ready, because it's coming. Get ready, get ready. If you're not expecting anything, nothing's going to come. But if you are anticipating and if you are expecting a move of God in your home and your family, in the community, in this government, if you are expecting it, it shall come to pass. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I just praise you this morning. I thank you, Father God, because you already equipped us for whatever we need to move forward, Father. Help us, Father God, to trust in you and not upon our own selves, Father, but upon what you can do through us. Because your kingdom come, 
your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So, Father, I just speak life into my brothers and sisters, into their homes, into their families, into the ministries that they are involved with, Father God. I pray, oh Lord God, that they will have supernatural breakthrough, Father God, in the areas that they need that, Father. I pray that you will open up doors for them that need to be open and close doors that need to be closed. I thank you, Father God, because you have come to give us life and life in abundance, and that is today. That is this morning as we come, Father, before you, the Father, that we can receive a touch from you. Thank you for touching us this morning. Thank you, Father God, for answering our prayers. Thank you for the victory in our homes, in our family, in our children, in our marriages, Father God. Thank you, Father God, was, was coming around the corner, Father, because you're already there. Was coming tomorrow, I don't have to worry about it because you're already there, Father. But today, Father God, we come before you and we give you the praise, we give you the worship, we give you the glory because you deserve it all, Father. Thank you for this time together. Bless my brothers and my sisters. Be with them and keep them throughout this week, Father. And I thank you for the victory that's there in Christ Jesus. Amen and amen and amen and amen. My brothers and sisters, keep the faith. Keep the faith. Keep your focus. The best is yet to come. Come on, we got to get excited sometimes. You know, I know it's I know it's Monday morning and we're all stretching out. Yeah, that's right, Mike. We're all stretching out and we're getting ready. But great things are coming our way. I'm expecting miracles. I'm expecting beautiful testimony from you guys. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And we'll talk soon. See you later. Bye-bye.